This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. This holiday season, give the gift of a subscription to The Latest by borrowing the phones of your loved ones, opening Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or Spotify, and signing them up for a lifetime commitment to the program without their knowledge. Enjoy the show. It's Monday, December 14. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. In every corner of the country, Americans have been rolling up their sleeves today. The first vaccinations are now underway across the U.S., the most ambitious vaccination campaign in our nation's history. But the development of a COVID-19 vaccine is nothing short of revolutionary. Those voices are discussing the coronavirus vaccine. That thing, like the PlayStation 5, you were hoping to get for Christmas that you'll be lucky to track down by Labor Day. As a miracle of modern science stands ready to finally put an end to the global pandemic, anxious citizens throughout the country are asking themselves an important question. Does this mean I'm going to have to start getting dressed for work again? On Friday, the Food and Drug Administration granted an emergency approval for Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine. It's the fastest that a vaccine has ever been developed, outpacing the four years it took to develop a safe treatment for mumps and the four and a half years it took for the public to become immune to anything Rudy Giuliani ever has to say. The first three million shots are being rationed for healthcare workers and the elderly, meaning, one way or another, Dr. Phil is getting it before you. FedEx and UPS planes and trucks are prepared to help distribute 40 million doses by the end of the year. And once you subtract the number of packages that they crush, send to the wrong address, and leave to be stolen off your porch after claiming you signed for it while you weren't home, there's a good chance they'll deliver at least half that number. That's not entirely facetious. The vaccine requires two separate doses spread three weeks apart. It's a period of time long enough to form a habit. So if you want to take up smoking because you'll miss having a persistent health crisis, go right ahead before getting your second shot. According to the head of Operation Warp Speed, who is either in charge of the Department of Health and Human Services vaccination program or a live-action Star Trek cosplay convention that's been forced to retreat online, 75% of Americans need to take the vaccine. That's three out of every four people living in the country. Roughly the same number of people who listen to this program according to a survey I conducted of the two people living in my apartment. But, by the spring, Dr. Anthony Fauci believes that, should enough people be persuaded to get inoculated, the USA could achieve herd immunity. It'll be just like the debut of Quibi. A few people may be stuck with it, but the rest of us will be going about our lives as if nothing had ever happened. That is, of course, if people agree to get it. Just because you're handing out free tickets to Sugar Ray doesn't mean anyone's going to take you up on the offer. In the interests of demonstrating the safety of the vaccine to the public, former presidents Obama, Bush, and Clinton have vowed to get vaccinated on live television, a slightly more compelling half-hour of programming than that of James Corden and Amy Klobuchar shoving drive through COVID tests up their nose on carpool karaoke. But between the longtime vaccine skeptics and those with more modern concerns, like worrying that Bill Gates has snuck a microchip into the medicine that causes you to keep sending word attachments back and forth instead of sharing a Google Doc like a civilized human being, many self-described non-vaxxers claim that they don't want to volunteer to become science experiments. They'd rather become them inadvertently when students begin to ravage their coronavirus-riddled cadavers during the first day of in-person med school. 
Now, it goes without saying, but since this is an audio program, I have to say it, otherwise you'll never know what I said. This is a huge achievement that will finally allow society to get back to normal. Instead of staying in in our sweatpants because we're not supposed to be socializing, we can go back to staying in in our sweatpants because we don't feel like taking the train to your neighborhood. We can finally round the corner from, we're all in this together, where, for about a month, we really pretended to care by banging on pots and pans at 7pm because we'd run out of episodes of Tiger King, and return to our default modus operandi of, you're on your own. The phrase etched onto every U.S. dollar beneath that weird pyramid. Now, it's certainly going to take some time for the vaccine to reach someone like me. Sarcastic white guys who spent the bulk of their lives performing improv comedy on cruise ships fall barely above robocall programmers and just below the people who pass out more breadsticks at Fazoli's on the less-than-essential index. But the moment that it's available, I'm taking my shot because it's the patriotic thing to do. The only thing that would make taking the vaccine more American would be if they made us line up to get them at the Apple store. Yes, there are risks to trying out a new product. When this is all said and done, I won't be booking a flight on a 737 MAX, because I'd rather not take my first vacation in a year to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. But the reason we've had to stay home, since my birthday, thanks for the card, is the same reason that Guy Fieri closed down his restaurant in Times Square in 2017. We don't want more people to get sick. The Pfizer vaccine is 95% effective with no major reported side effects. And it's going to allow us to stop wearing Mickey Mouse masks between business meetings, eating lunches in parking lots, and telling our families that the only reason we've been avoiding them has been over concerns for public health. And once the shots are as plentiful at the CVS as batteries, Pepsi, and the receipt paper, this country can finally stop worrying about catching a cold and get back to worrying about being slaughtered in a mass shooting by a white supremacist. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter hey, update. Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. My guest today is Georgian Benta, host of the Gratitude Podcast, a program focused on helping individuals live a happy life and feel grateful more often. Georgian, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Great to be here. This holiday season, O.J. reflected on the positive aspects of his life throughout these uncertain times. Hey, Twitter world, is me, yours truly. But today, let's think about something that we could be feel grateful about. I feel grateful that my family is healthy. Two of my kids are here to break bread with me today. I feel uh, grateful to the fact that I got some terrific friends and even a couple of special new friends. In any event, I'm grateful that uh, we got football today. Uh, the horizon looked bright. And uh, it looks like the dawning of some good times again. Things gets back, will get back to what, what they once were. In any event, stay healthy, stay safe, wear the mask. Georgian, what do you think about what OJ had to say? It makes a lot of sense. I think it's, it's uh, some great advice. And I believe that we can all relate and we can all think about the things that we are grateful for in our life, for the things that make us feel blessed and like i always say on the podcast i believe that it's it's something that we can and need to do not just on thanksgiving but we can make this a habit and we can enhance the the beauty that we we find in our life by by doing so mhm and what do you think about oj he's a murderer that's this week's oj simpson twitter update Georgian, thanks for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. 
And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. OJ Simpson Twitter update produced by Christy Forsch. Once again, if you like the show, please tell your friends to subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, other weird apps. Just, it would be a, a favor to me. Please. Oh, oh whoa, what a favor. <laughs> Go ahead and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts uh, if you feel so inclined. Latestpod.com for transcripts and other information about latestpod.com website it's a what a what a site i'm uh, at underscore gregot on twitter yeah right see you soon and by see you soon i mean hear you soon and by hear you soon i mean you'll be hearing me soon and by hearing me soon i mean you will soon be hearing me do another episode of this podcast 